0: Alright guys, here we go. Huge week. It is one of the best days, or weeks, I'm sorry, in sports, with the conference finals. Uh, So we're going to break down who's going to the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Wild, the Wolves, a little bit of soccer before we play the Metal Stand. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing well, man. I'm doing pretty well, dude. It's kind of the world is all nice and quiet and peaceful right now. It feels like no particular reason. And I'm really enjoying
2: that.
0: Things it's have purely coincidental. Yes. Things have calmed down. And, you know, I think that um, no matter where you as an individual stand, uh, it's got to feel for <sighs> like the chaos to have dissipated a bit, even if it just was surrounding uncertainty or mm-hmm. polarization whatever so i agree i'm feeling good um i'm feeling mostly good though because the packers lost this point their rogers window um winning one rogers super bowl would be one of the great wastes of talent in the history of the league
1: yeah yep could not pull it off today so we'll i'm sure we'll get into that
0: yeah, we will. So we're going to dive into some of the good sports talk. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean Podcast app, Spotify, anywhere you get your favorite podcast from. And give us that five-star review. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or device each and every week. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks in advance. All right. We are all in different locations. We're drinking different beers. What are you guys drinking tonight?
1: Okay, I am drinking this big collaboration that uh, Falling Knife did with Barrel Theory. It's called Big Yikes. It's like a double dry hopped hazy double IPA, big ass beer, 8.7 something percent. Um, definitely the flavors there, but this thing is like burning me up. Have you guys ever had like drank beer that you get the hop burn on, mm-hmm. or like all the plant solids in there can actually like oh, scratch yeah. your throat a little bit? Um, that's what I'm getting with this. So I was a little surprised coming from those breweries. Um, but, you know, it's a big, fun beer. I, I still sort of recommend
2: it. Cool. Um, I'm back at uh, Barrel Theory. Drinking the Double Dry Hop Stratosphere. So it's a, I think it's a single hop hazy IPA. And it is delicious. It's what I you bet. want in, uh, in a Barrel Theory beer. It's a little heavy on the ABV, but it's not hot. And doesn't give you that burn. So um, I'm appreciating it. Beautiful.
0: All right, I'm back with our old friends at Insight. They are one of our first uh, friends of the pod over at Insight.
1: Yeah, we interviewed with them so long ago,
0: years ago. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. we had them in a while. This is their French Toast Brown Ale. It's a limited winter release. Um, awesome branding on it, and it's a really interesting, fun beer. It's, it tastes a lot like French Toast. It's like a it's like a uh the the like a stout flavor. Um, but okay. It's else, so it's fun. I'm happy to have it. And it was like great price. It was only like 10 bucks.
1: All right. So it's a fun beer. Maybe, a, maybe like a splitter, like share it with somebody if Very possible. Sweet.
0: So I think a split would be perfect with someone. Gotcha. All right, guys. So here we go. We're going to dive into the show, but before we do we're just going to give you an update on our Royal Rumble charity event for next week. All right. So for everyone who got in, it seemed like there was about a hundred people who wanted to get in, in the first uh, few minutes. Uh, we ended up getting the 30 people in right away, and yeah. uh, we have 300 bucks. It's all going to a good cause to charities. The Nordys Podcast we're gonna pick a, our our charity of choice for the first 150 bucks. The winner of it is gonna get to pick the 150 of their choice to go okay. to their place, and then we're gonna send out Nordys Podcast hats uh, to the winner, maybe second place, even who knows what happens. So maybe yeah, we-
1: what we're gonna do because I, I we gotta clear, we gotta keep it consistent. So the winner will get a hat. And they will choose where the money goes. And then um, a random person will be drawn for our other hat.
0: Oh, okay. There we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the video will go out next weekend on Saturday. And uh, you guys will know your numbers. The event is happening on Sunday night. We'll try to give you guys some Sunday night content um, with what's happening in it. Got to figure out the logistics of all of it, but can't wait. Hopefully the first annual Northeast Podcast Royal Rumble charity uh, will go down. In history and something everyone wants to be a part of next. Year.
2: Also, and this is gonna—you're gonna—this is gonna be like uh, David Stern when the Knicks, you know, we're gonna draft Patrick Ewing. You're you're rigging this for us, right? Like yeah. we're gonna get—I'm yes. getting John Cena. Someone's getting Roman Reigns. I got—I don't know—I don't know.
0: I got the ping pong balls in the freezer already with our names on. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect.
1: That's beautiful. And I, the one thing I'm worried about is that Ryan is gonna go out and buy 150 taken bake baguettes. With the money. <laughs> Keep it close, Eric.
0: <laughs> All right. That. Uh my favorite thing was the old school eighties and nineties um Royal Rumble posts on our Instagram this week.
1: Oh you yeah, I killed it. it. Just be that was, honest. That
0: was my favorite.
1: Well, dude, I mean the when you look it up and you go through the years, those were the coolest, most ridiculous, silliest years. You know oh, what I mean? Those guys.
0: Where every the run-
2: iodine the iodine <laughs> and the arm ties was yeah. like crazy like between the ultimate warrior and macho man and they got the pose you know
0: my favorite thing is that all of the characters um who weren't superstars had just professions as their character like the garbage man the hockey player the the circus clown i'm not even like those are real ones that i just named
1: that's awesome you would know
0: so there you you know. all right guys we're moving on to our warm-up gym what do you got for this week's warm-up to get us loose
1: Okay. Um, Well, I think this is this is topical and timely. Okay, guys, because, you know, we're watching these big uh, AFC and NFC championship games and you got the quarterbacks. A lot is on them. If they have a good day, you could win. If they have a bad day, you may lose. And the question is this. In what sport, team sport, can a single player have the greatest
2: impact? In what I think it's teams? I think it's two and, well,
1: you gotta pick. we're gonna have to come down to one here
2: yep. so let's go. so I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say two and then we can talk about it and I'm gonna say NFL quarterback has the biggest impact um, and also major league pitcher um, since especially since mm-hmm. like we're talking about the playoffs um, you know the, the the pitcher is the one you know when they're on defense, that's got the ball in his hands like he kind of determines what's going to happen you know if he's if he's hitting his spots then it can be a long day for the opposition if he's not mm-hmm. then he's gonna get the quick hook and he's gonna be out there and be like oh Clayton Kershaw can't win anything you know what I mean until he finally does um so but I think I, I think since baseball is less popular now than football I think if you were to like poll the public they would say quarterback Okay.
0: In a seven-game series, your pitcher maybe could pitch three times. Like if you remember, like the the Diamondbacks like, year where they had Schilling and Johnson, and they they went Schilling, Johnson, someone else, Schilling, Johnson, someone else, Schilling relieved by Johnson. Yeah,
2: and that <laughs> so, was against the Yankees.
0: Yeah. So you can, you know, I guess you could have an impact like that, but still, um, I think it's got to be a quarterback. It doesn't mean you you can't lose a game I mean the other parts of your team can definitely lose games for you even if you have the greatest quarterback of all time yeah I just think that you know when you watch a game where a quarterback is I you know just thinking about the game today um I'm not saying Rodgers and Brady played their greatest games ever especially not Brady but there was a stretch in that game in the middle of the game where you were just kind of like no one's gonna punt (laughs) like they're both just going to go on 12 play drives every time and they're going to go down and score and it's just going to happen until the end of the game. And I know, you know, obviously people punt and there's turnovers and stuff like that. But um, I think quarterback is probably the most, my honorable mention would probably be like some kind of ball handler, like scoring player in basketball. Yeah. You know,
1: we'll see that's what I was thinking because you know, a team can be, I mean, like you look at LeBron dragging like a bunch of bums in Cleveland to a national or to a title and he had to do so much. I mean, he's running down, chase down blocks and then he goes and, you know, has a dunk and one and, um, you know, shit like that. I They kind of can take over a game.
0: I think like a transcendent basketball player can bring a team to the finals. But like LeBron has seen a few times, you can't get by a super team by yourself. You know, you yeah. can't. And he's had a couple where he was the super team and they lost, but um, I, I think I'd go quarterback. But NBA would probably be my number two.
1: Okay. All right, great answers. I mean, I, I like the pitcher idea too. That's a great. I wouldn't even have thought of that, but of course, it makes a ton of sense.
0: All right, uh, so we're moving on to uh, the main story of the day, that is uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady are going to the Super Bowl. They defeat the Green Bay Packers, the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, they stole
2: our they stole our dream, Eric, from a couple of years ago. Okay. And we were going to try. We were going to have yeah, having the, the Super Bowl at home. Yeah, they yeah. The
0: Super Bowl. Um, this was a battle of two of the all time greats, um, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm just going to tell you guys that for the first time in my life, okay, and I think I'm a pretty good sports fan. And the first time, for the first time in my life, it's probably been unfair to him. But for the first time today, I thought to myself. Okay, Tom Brady, you're the greatest of all time. I give yeah. up. I give up. I'm not going to fight it anymore. He's the greatest. Um, I mean, this guy is going to his tenth Super Bowl. He is just an absolute phenom. He's 43 years old. He his arm looks better than ever. He is timeless and ageless, and it is incredible to watch. Um, the Packers uh, couldn't happen to a team I hate more. Uh, <laughs> you know, they they made it a game. They are down 28 to 10. Uh, early in the third things weren't going their way they claw their way back in the game but it just wasn't enough in the end a uh, couple things I want to talk about with this game first up coaching uh, Lafleur with a really 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 questionable end of the game so the Packers are down what five eight, eight. they're down eight mm-hmm. 28 yep. to 20. and they drive all the way down the field in the final five minutes they are marching it they get into the red zone This is when um, MVP uh, Rodgers has forced the ball all year to Adams for infinity touchdowns. And then everyone just assumes he's the MVP because he threw the most touchdowns, but they, that didn't work today. They bracketed Adams. He still tried to force it his way. He missed on a few Adams dropped one. Um, They could not get it in the end zone. They were the number one scoring team in the red zone for touchdowns for the whole season Uh, gets to fourth down. Um, and they're on like
2: the, they're on like the six.
0: I think they're on the like eight. they're on the eight. yards. Oh, okay, sure. With yeah. like
2: two minutes and like fifteen seconds left, or something so, like that. So
0: I do want to talk about the third down play real quickly. On the third down play, if you remember, um, there's a brutal holding call It uh, sure. doesn't get hit called with the Bucks guy coming up. He's literally, left. literally grabbing him around the neck
2: with his arm, like with his bicep. It, it couldn't have been more egregious. No, yeah.
0: Rodgers rolls out to his right, and he's got. All the space in the world to just jog could have
2: jogged in. Jogged in very easily.
0: Uh, Adams cuts back the opposite way across the middle and gets held pretty badly himself. And then the ball is thrown into traffic incomplete. The announcers were up in arms. I felt like the announcers were really pro-packer, by the way, in this game. Um, But they were up in arms about the no-call on the hold there. Uh, I thought that there was two no-calls in play. It all equals out. So they I'm like, all right, here we go, fourth down. And then suddenly out comes the kicking team with two oh eight or something, and they kick the ball, make the field goal. I was absolutely shocked here. MVP Rogers, one of the great players in NFL history, they don't they take the ball out of his hands at the end of the game. They go down He never touches ball, it again. And he never touches the ball ever again. It was it was yeah. shocking, just cowardly coaching. I shameful
2: shameful and indefensible indefensible if you the, the reporters the reporters should be like you have aaron Rodgers. where does he stand in your pantheon of quarterbacks oh number two of all time why would you take the ball away from
0: him?" um think about it in the first half when uh you had the first quarter first drive of the game you had fourth and two fourth and three and at midfield no it's, i'm sorry this was the second quarter right before halftime Fourth and three midfield, they go for it. They throw a pass to uh, the running back. He gets a first down. They throw a bomb to Scotty Miller like two plays later and score a touchdown right before the half. Non-cowardly coaching versus cowardly coaching. The cowardly team went down just like they should. Um, And then after the game, uh, Rodgers made comments about how his future was uncertain and a lot of guys are going to be gone and he doesn't know where he's going to be next year and everybody's talking about where Rodgers is going to be and what he's going to do and what team's going to end up. Does he
1: have some kind of out to get out of this contract? I don't know his situation at all. I just assume he's going to retire there.
0: I think that what you're seeing with Watson is that all players have an out at this point. Yeah. Not with Harden. I mean, you know, I think players have just kind of taken back some of the power from owners, and so I think if Rodgers wants to go – Uh, he'll go i don't know i I don't really understand it i feel like he's locked up long term but yeah um we'll see what happens um they obviously drafted his replacement already uh i would love to see rogers go
1: that'd be be so funny i don't even
0: like i don't even care if he goes somewhere else in the nfc and wins the super bowl i don't even care Go to, yeah. go to the 49ers and win the Super Bowl next year. I will cheer for him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't care. I just – I want him out of Green Bay. But you
1: kind of have to cheer for him because then it would hurt Packers fans oh, even more.
0: be grits. He has one title in Green Bay and he goes somewhere else and wins one. Um, I, I'm saying, like I said earlier, there's never been a bigger waste of- than the waste of Aaron Rodgers' career going to one Super Bowl and winning one.
2: So in, in 2018,
1: he signed a four-year extension. So he has next season. left.
0: 18, 19, 20, he has one year left on his deal, and that's point, what I—that's what I'm reading. Yeah, okay. I, don't I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, at very least, next year should be his last year. Hopefully, their window is closed. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be wild. Beneful is always crazy.
2: Uh, here's the ultimate conundrum: If he goes to the Saints,
0: uh,
2: do you cheer for him then to win a Super Bowl?
0: No, I don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you can't.
0: Honestly. I, I was telling you guys on here last week, I would have really enjoyed these playoffs if all of the teams I hated weren't, like, doing great. I mean, we were just missing, like, the Eagles. Really just just all teams I hate. Um, You know, I guess I don't hate Kansas City, and I actually like Buffalo. um, So we'll see what happens. We're watching that game right now. Kansas City's up by nine in the second half. I think that they are going to be a buzzsaw, and they're going to beat anyone in front of them. Mm Mm-hmm. You think so? Um, I, I think so. I mean, I think they're just—they're if they win today, they will be uh, in games started by Patrick Mahomes. Um, they will be twenty-five and one in the last twenty-six.
2: Wow, that's crazy! <laughs> he's, uh, he's played in three AFC Championship games before the age of twenty-six. No one's ever done that.
0: I just think the Chiefs are funny because they win every single game and people are like, what's wrong with the Chiefs? <laughs> they didn't do it that much on my fantasy team this week. What's wrong with the Chiefs? Like they're just incredible. It's um 12
2: right. and 1 in their last 13 games, and everyone's wondering what's wrong with them.
0: So here's my question for you guys. Better story. Is it Bucks, Bills, or Bucks Chiefs?
1: Uh Bucks Chiefs still.
0: Bucks Chiefs is the greatest quarterback of all time versus the next greatest quarterback of all time, right? Yeah. The heir the heir apparent. Yeah. The heir apparent to the to the greatest quarterback of all It's time. a
1: better story. That's not what I want to happen.
0: The guy is going to break all of Brady's records. versus this Brady. would have been
2: like this would have been like in LeBron's year 3 or 4 if he could have played against the Jordan Bulls. You know what I mean? Like I I'm, I'm not saying that that obviously couldn't mathematically line up with the years, but that would be what this would be like. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. If, if it was LeBron in his third year playing against uh, Jordan's last run with the Chicago Bulls?
0: Um, I think it's like uh, like Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Vader.
1: <laughs> that was the most boring fight of all time. Let's hope it's better
2: than that.
0: because <laughs> They didn't know how to put athletes. And, Ma- in and
2: Mahomes would lose in that scenario. Is that what you want?
0: No, Mahomes is Darth Vader. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Obi-Wan the old oh, okay Jedi. in A New Hope. Sorry,
2: in a New Hope. I was thinking yeah. Anakin. Sorry.
0: You know. <laughs> I I think that's going to happen. I think that's, that's If you
1: strike happen. me down, I shall become more powerful than you've ever could imagine.
0: I do like the idea of the Bills going just because they've never won it. We're cheering for the Bills. Um, but I also feel like the Bills might lose to Tom Brady and I really don't want Brady to get another one.
1: He, uh, dude, they might be on their way though. I mean, they look pretty good.
0: So, here's my big thing, guys. Um, one, uh, shout out to PFF, their top four teams of the year. Um, they're based on their rankings and their data. Um, at the end of the year and where we're at now, their top four teams were number one, the Chiefs, number two, the Bills, number three, the Bucks, and number four, the Packers.
1: Wow. Sure. So the math and the science nerds have won officially.
0: <laughs> it's over. Lined up perfectly with what actually happened. And so that was
1: after. That was, that was obviously after, after Brady signed. Their their day is over. No, I I'm mean that, that, that.
0: that's all of their data coming in throughout every week of the season. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. It's just like their rankings based on their numbers that they're getting.
2: So then, after week seventeen, it kind of came back down, back back down back. and they said, "Yeah,
0: they had those of their top four teams and." The third beat the fourth and the first is beating the second and it looks pretty damn good. So the other thing is guys, I need to ask you a question. Okay. It's a little off subject, but it's going to be super bowl related. What the hell is up with the weekend's face? Oh,
1: that was a, you didn't like that. That was like the, one of the greatest stunts ever. It's that's not his real face.
0: No, I get it. But so is it all done now?
1: Yeah. It's like a, it was like a PR stunt for his album. So he like showed up to a music awards with all these bandages on. Like in his cool ass suit, some like some blood on his like his whole like theme of this album has been like him getting the shit beat out of him and just being like a piece of shit, I guess is his deal. And so then he got all this like these these bandages on and then he like took it off on social media and it was like, you know, this chiseled jaw and super freaky looking plastic surgery. But it's all fake. Don't worry. Your weekend is is good to go.
0: See, I was hoping that he was going to carry it into the Super Bowl.
1: And wear that the whole
0: time. He was going to unveil himself at the Super Bowl, and that was going to be the end of the payoff. This is what I was hoping for.
1: I love it. I hope he does. I mean, he is such a creative dude. I love all his his stuff. He's great.
0: Well, we are going to move on. We'll talk more Super Bowl next week. Um, But uh, the Minnesota Wild are red hot. Like red hot. They're 4-1. and Um, They're all starting to score. Joel Erickson-Eck, Zach Parisi – Fiala, Kaprizov, um, you know Bugstead, The whole the whole gang is, is looking great. Um, they're playing well defensively. Uh, how excited are you guys about the Wild at this point? Are you guys watching them at all?
1: I <laughs> am a little bit. I'm like, you know, I see their plan and I'll like turn it on at least for the third. And um, it's been pretty fun. Yeah.
2: They are it's, four four. definitely. It's, sorry, it's definitely like a different energy this season. Like i feel like this team has, has like kind of a grit about them some sort of like this this is like bite aggressiveness it, it's kind of hard to describe in the style of play mm-hmm. and I think that's directly related to the you know the coaching change and even with some of the guys were like that guy wasn't very good last season looks really good right out of the gate like uh johansen chad greenway or uh, sorry jordan greenway looks like a completely different player um, and he was supposed to be like this next big center. Uh, Felino looks fantastic. Eric Seneck always looked like um, he was kind of like half assing it. And then this season, he's just flying all over the ice. So I, I don't know. It, this, this is like a completely different team this year.
0: So I think a couple of things about the Wild that are exciting. So, first off, um, is, that, they, is that the record
2: is exciting. Their
0: record is very exciting.
2: We, um, love, we love Plan A early on. So yes, there was Plan A.
0: there's a guy who played for um, Columbus, the Columbus Blue Jackets, super boring name. They made a team in the last like 12 years and they named them the Columbus Blue Jackets. Terrible. But uh, they had a player named Pierre-Luc Dubois, who was their center and their captain, I believe, their number one center, maybe their best player. And uh, the other night, there's these weird videos of him just like, he looks like, what if you were like fucked up on drugs and played in an NHL game? Okay. Okay. He's literally just like skating around the ice and like, there's like moments where he should be physical and he just like stops and like they play around him and then he like skates around some more and then he like goes to the bench and like he, he had like three shifts like this and then they just didn't play him the rest of the game. Okay. And then they were, mysterious. So they were like, we're trading this guy. Like <laughs> what the hell is this? There's obviously some, something going on. So he was rumored to go to all these teams um, Michael Russo, who's the you know, athletic writer, writes a lot about the Wild. He's probably the most respected Nor- U.S. hockey journalist in the country. You think? Um, yes. He's, he's a, a big deal for sure. A big, huge deal. If he says it, everyone in hockey is listening. Like he's a big yeah. person. He, he does all the Wild stuff for the athletic. Um, he was saying the, that the Wild were in for um, Dubois, trying to get him as their number one center. Okay, They didn't get him. He ends up going to Winnipeg. Um, for Line, if you remember him, he was like a, the star of their team for a few years, and he's kind of fallen off a little bit. Mm-hmm. They pretty much swap like disgruntled stars. So we didn't end up with him, but I think the good news is is that we are interested in going and finding a big center and making a, a move to do that. So I think if this continues on and we're in, comp, you know, we're competitive around the deadline, I would expect us to try to swing a deal for a big center you know, maybe moving some real quality pieces to go for that guy. So, okay. Uh, the other
2: well, so then, but if we go get a center, who, who, who do we get rid of? Or who do we bench between Bukestad, Bonino, Eriksson, Eck?
0: Uh, and Johansson.
2: You really? Yeah,
0: Johansson's been playing wing for us mostly. And then okay. Bukestad has been playing on the third line. Eriksson, and Bonino have been our top two line centers mostly. And they're not top line guy. Okay, fair enough. I think we're a whole team of, like, good third-line centers who are, like, grinded out, guys. and we Bring need- back
2: Miko. Get Miko out of retirement. <laughs> so
0: I think um, they're going to be in the market for that, which would be exciting. And then uh, the other the other thing is, is if you guys notice on their social media, they're showing um, the light green breezers they're wearing in practice with the gold stars on the side.
1: Okay, so that's coming, huh? Hell yeah.
0: So that's coming. They're teasing it, the light green and the gold. So here's my question. Minnesota sports fans, Minnesota wild fans, Minnesota hockey fans just want the green and gold to come back. We want to go back to being the North Stars. Let's stop fucking around.
2: Please. Right?
0: Why? Why are we fucking around with this stupid red and dark green combo that looks like shit? No one's ever liked it. The wild name is terrible. The wild logo is terrible. We all are excited about the green and gold stuff. Why not just go to it? Hey, Dallas Stars, can we buy the North Stars name for you? Oh, we're the NHL? Yeah, we'll give you $50,000 and we'll ship you a few steaks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A box of Trump steaks and you're good
0: to go. There's no reason that we couldn't do that. So it's not going to cost us that much. Let's just go do it. Stars and the North Stars, I don't care. It's a league that has team names like the Hurricanes and the Flames and the The Lightning. Lightning the lightning and just awful team names (laughs) the blue jackets yeah let's have it be a rivalry i don't care bring it back i'm so like it made me think wow they're so proud of their green and gold starred hockey breathers for practice that they're posting that when our normal stuff just looks like shit
1: Well, okay. I, I don't think everybody thinks the same way as you do. I know you're very well documented on your opinions Ugh. of the wild uniforms, the name, the logo. I see problems with all of it, but I don't think it's quite as just as drastic as you're painting it.
0: Like when you see them on the ice, are you ever like, Well, they look pretty good out there? i <laughs> I never think that. I'm always like, wow, what a trash team. They had other picks <laughs> and they picked the wild. Ugh.
2: All right. Yeah,
1: right,
0: let's go to a team that maybe looks better but doesn't play better. That's the Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: Yeah, what's up? They suck.
0: <laughs> I can't I mean... they're just G League players that they start every game.
1: <laughs> Jordan McLaughlin, baby? Come on. I mean, right. you know.
0: Like, there's just too many guys that wouldn't even be on teams' rosters that are, like, big pieces for us right now. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, man, that guy's not that. McDaniel, McLaughlin, Noel. Looking pretty good. Not that bad. And then you're like, but we lose every game. And they score points. Mm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't know. I think that we're actually a little worse than our talent shows, though. I mean, you're ripping the talent. And Towns has been out. So that doesn't help. But I think we have enough talent to win a few more games in this.
0: Yes. And that is why the answer is... Saunders out. He's got to go.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm okay with that decision coming anytime. They did happen to win a game uh, the other day. They looked okay. They looked competent. You know, it's funny. No Towns and no um, Russell. And then all of a sudden they play really well. They're playing as a team, not as many turnovers. And then they, they win a game. And it's sort of like, I think you look at the coach and you go, dude, you don't even know how to use these guys with talent.
0: I think he's way overmatched. I think he's a bad coach, and that seems obvious to me. And the other piece that's not feeling good is Anthony Edwards, who's who has been downright terrible.
1: I don't know. He's still the top scorer. I know that he gets he gets a lot of minutes, but so do these other rookies. I mean, rookies, the top rookies always get a lot of minutes because they go to really bad teams.
0: He can't so shoot he's,
1: well. he's scoring the most points out of any other rookie.
0: Yeah, he, he's shooting like – just a brutal percentage. He's, yeah. he is, can't shoot a jump shot to save his life. He can't shoot threes and he's not even a great finisher around the rim. Like he's scoring points, but he's doing it in the most inefficient way possible. It yeah. is like, it looks like worse Wiggins to me.
1: Worse Wiggins. And we already have that. Well, better Wiggins with Russell, but still that's our Wiggins right there. We can't. have two. I mean,
2: it's, so the only thing I would say is it's been 15 games. I think it's. I think it's. What was he? He was a freshman, right?
0: Yes, and he missed half his freshman year because of COVID.
2: COVID. So mm-hmm. I think I think we have to give a little bit more of a you know some growing pains, learning curve uh, for him than would you would you would for like a normal 19 year old, uh, considering he played you know what 20 games maybe um, of his college career. So I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying I think he gets a little bit more patience on our behalf at this point in time mm-hmm. it, you know in 20 games from now if this if the trend still is continuing then sure i think we can rip him um but for now i think he i mean he scored 18 points the other night he was the second leading scorer on the team i'm not saying again i'm not i'm not, I'm not saying that he's bad well this was the loss to the pelicans but i'm not saying he's a game changer right now but i think we got it we just gotta like kind of take a deep breath Take a step back and say, you know, he only played 20 collegiate games. Let's give him a little bit more time. And then let's once Saunders is fired, which is hopefully coming soon, we can see what he can do under like a good coach.
1: I agree. And, you know, you look at the whole team. The team's bad. Most everybody on it is, is not playing well. Um, you can't really just look at him. I mean, on a better team, he could be developing way better.
0: Oh, I think he would if he was on a better team, but he is on a bad team and he's really inefficient. I'm not saying he can't be good. He still could be very good and we can cut him some slack. But as of right now, he is like a detrimental player.
2: Yeah, his
0: plus minus is I don't think. What was that?
2: I mean, he's he's off the bench playing 20 minutes a game. I I don't, you know, he's not, he's not impacting the game that poorly.
0: Um... He's shooting like 20, 29% or something (laughs) like it's been rough and he shoots a lot. There's a lot of three to 14 nights with like one rebound and one assist,
1: but yeah, that'll kill you.
0: All right, guys. So moving on next up, we're going to do a little soccer uh, roundup in the crazy world of soccer. They have this thing called the January transfer window. Um, There has been, it's been relatively quiet. Uh, so far. Not many moves have happened, mostly like old-timey strikers uh, moving around at this point. Uh, the Premier League has been nearly silent uh, with any big team moves. Um, we thought Liverpool was going to go get a center back. Klopp wants a center back. He's not really getting the support of the um, team with bringing somebody in. They don't know when Ben Dyke's coming back and they're hurting. How are you feeling about the squad right now, Jim?
1: bummed um they can't score goals or win games so they are dropping fast on the table over the past you know it's so tight it's like dude they drew a couple games they lost one and now that you know they're fourth like hanging on to fourth so unless something changes whether you know they could just start ripping off goals again and and get back into it without some big shake up or adding a player but i don't know something needs to happen because at this rate, they're going to finish fucking eighth.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, all due respect, Chelsea's finishing eighth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chelsea's going to come back. Are you kidding? So yeah, I mean, it's it's not that much fun right now. And I, I I'll tell you what: for a long time, with you know, since I've really been a fan, they have gotten better and better. And I think this is the longest gap that I've seen them struggle. And I will no longer t- tune in, into a game and take the win for granted before it happens. Like I've been able to do for a long time now.
2: I mean, you hopped onto, I'm not going to say it, to the Liverpool bandwagon. Cause that, I mean, you took a year and a half. So that's not, it's not like you were a bandwagon guy that was like, Oh, they're in the champions league final. I'm going to be a Liverpool fan. Um, but you got on the Liverpool train at a really good stop. I got on and, and you, midway through I mean, the year gone.
1: before everything happened for them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, Yeah. They had like an all okay year, the year I, I started, and then they just the next year where they won the Champions League. The year after that, they won the Premier League.
0: So I think that uh, we're going to get some big-time action here in the last week. But there has been relatively – it's been quiet. Here's your big moves, okay? Uh, Man, he okay. brought in Philippe Stevanovich from uh, Ukraine, and he's an 18-year-old. They paid $6 million for him. Uh, the big move has been Dominic Sabaslai went from Red Bull Salzburg to Red Bull for, uh, Leipzig literally okay. red bull teams that's
1: what the- these red bull like i don't really get the re- is that just sponsored by red bull beverages
0: owned by the same people
1: okay and so they can just put that right in the team name
0: yes yeah, so they're just like they just they just pass money around between their two teams <laughs>
1: like, weird like,
0: oh i mean they, they have their own finances and stuff but they're all part of the same company and so they're like oh, oh 20 million dollars for that guy here you go balance the books you know it's pretty. so
1: red bull salzburg is red bull energy drinks like, they own it. All right. Just um, trying to clear that up. Wondered about that for a long time.
0: A couple moves that are not worth mentioning. The big move in the Premier League has been Ahmad Diallo. Um, He's a, like, teenage attacker, 18-year-old from Atalanta. Um, he's going to Man United for 20 million pounds. Um, pretty unproven teenager. Uh, West Ham sold their striker, Sebastian Haller, and they're trying to replace him. Um, Moussa Dembele, who's, like, one of the – Um, underrated uh, attacking players in French football went on loan to Atletico Madrid. Um, Luka Jovic uh, went back to um, Eintracht Frankfurt from Real Madrid. And then uh, Arsenal finally rid themselves of Mazut Ozil as he heads to Fenerbahce in Turkey um, after not playing with Arsenal since last March. Just Mm. on the bench and being like the third highest paid player in the league.
1: So really happy to be rid of him. What was that? I asked if you were happy to be rid of him. Like this is a good thing, right?
0: Very happy. But we had to pay him $7 million and let him go for free. (laughs) (laughs) $7 million to go sign with somebody else. They were just like, you've got to go. Um, So the one piece of news, it's not been official yet, but uh, the thing that does get me excited is um, Arsenal are bringing in Martin Odegaard, the 22 year old attacking midfielder from Real Madrid. He, Created the most chances. Are you ready for this? Um, the most chances of any. I found player. one stat. Go ahead. This, <laughs> this is a good stat. He had the most chances created in the final third of any player in the top five European leagues last year.
1: Okay. So he's clutch.
0: He's just good at like creating chances. And Arsenal have one area where they're really, 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 really horrible. Creating chances in the final third. So. Which is what, what Ozil used to do. So the one thing that this dude is really freaking good at is the one thing that Arsenal is really bad at. So um, and so, is
2: this a loan with an option to buy or is this just a, just a six-month rental?
0: This is a loan with a – we'll see who's the coach in the summer because if Zidane is the coach, it will be with a, a sale. And if Zidane is not the coach, it will be – we'll let the, next coach, back. Back. We'll let the yeah. next coach see if they want him or not. But here's the thing. Yeah. Barcelona and Real Madrid don't have any money. They're broke as hell right now. They're like in trouble. Barcelona is going to the banks all across Europe, like pretty much asking for help and forgiveness. <laughs> like they're like That's writing, like they're like writing po- IOUs on post-it notes right now. <laughs> yeah. they Be like the biggest team in the world. So um, I think that the teams who are are more liquid, the teams with, with yeah, the teams with cash. That's as good as money,
2: sir. That's an IOU. <laughs> That's 250,000. I'd hang on to that one. That's a, card. That's, a that's a keeper.
0: <laughs> I think the teams that actually have cash are going to be in good position to kind of um pillage teams across Europe over the next few years. And I think what's going to happen is like your your well-run teams, your top teams in the Premier League and maybe even a bigger group, maybe your top 10 teams in the Premier League, 12 teams in the Premier League are all going to get a lot stronger. Because they have a much better TV deal and they're just bigger, richer teams with a better business model as a, as a league overall. And I think they're going to just pillage the rest of Europe over the next few years.
1: Um, hey, the history has shown us Europeans are very good at pillaging each other.
0: <laughs> each other and everyone else. So yes. um, lots of exciting stuff will hopefully happen in the last week. It's been a pretty um, lame uh January transfer window, but I think it's because everyone uh, is feeling the pinch of COVID in sports and they're just not really willing to go shell out big, big sums of money right now.
2: Do you think, do you think the next week, I don't know. I don't remember how long the, the window goes till, but let's just say seven days.
0: January, so, yeah. so
2: do you think that everyone was just kind of waiting to see what the market looked like? And that this week is going to kind of be of a flurry of activity and you'll come back next week and be like, man, as boring as the first three weeks were, this last seven days was insane. Or do you think it's just going to like stay kind of like steady, quiet, a couple moves here and there, but nothing too huge?
0: I think it's going to be kind of quiet because, and except for loan deals, I think loan deals are going to happen like crazy here because what I think what happened is the whole business model of the big rich teams has um, been put on hold, which is have a big team, loan your players out and sell them and then have money to buy better players. But what happened in the summer is nobody had any money on the smaller teams to go buy those guys. And so what happened is all the top teams' rosters got huge and bloated, and Mm -hmm. they had too many guys who were making too much money. And then they are like, well, we can't buy anyone else until we sell five guys, but there's no market to sell your five guys. And so these teams are just huge right now with nowhere to send guys because nobody has any money. And so... I don't know. I think it's going to be kind of interesting, kind of a mess. I'd expect a bunch of loan deals to happen. Um, Liverpool is probably bad at the best time for Jurgen Klopp because he can say, we are not going to compete unless you bring in a center back for me. I'm not going to play midfielders at center back anymore. Go get someone. So Yeah. I guess Liverpool will bring someone in in the next week.
1: Okay. That'd be great, man. Hey, you'll find out first. Please text me. Thank you. Well,
0: I will. Um, All right, guys. Finally, we're moving into one last segment today, and that is our medal stand. So this is a contest where we each pick one person, we give our argument, we put a, a post up um, for whose uh, argument was best, second best, third best, and that's how we pick the gold, silver, and bronze for our medal stand on the day. And today's question is, the biggest current player, um, biggest waste of money in Minnesota sports right now?
1: All right, who wants to go first?
0: I'm going to let Ryan go first, because okay. I don't know who Ryan's going to pick, and that will totally decide who I pick. Okay. <laughs>
2: Um, strategy. I'm gonna go Carl Anthony Towns.
0: Oh, that's what I wanted to pick. I love it. Go, wow.
2: go, go, off. just a max contract for what he's been producing. I mean, last season he was just a big, fucking whining little baby. And listen, and, and this is not, I don't mean to discount how COVID has impacted his family, right? I mean, so this season, for any number of reasons, I could consider a wash. Shit's all messed up. He's had like seven family members. He lost his mom. Like, just everything is upside down in his world right now. Um, but prior to that, man, like, we were touting Towns like two, three seasons ago. Like, his PER was off the charts. We're like, this is a future perennial all star player. He's unbelievably good. I don't think he's gotten better. I think he stayed the same, if not gotten slightly worse. Um, and that could be a symptom of a million different things, but even in the even in the peak Jimmy Butler season, like when it came to the playoffs, I mean, how many points did he have over the course of four or five games? Like, not that many. I think he averaged like eight points a game. Uh, Cap is not ready for the the bright spotlights. I mean, it's easy when he's playing, you know, uh, the Grizzlies at home. Actually, no, he always does terrible against the Grizzlies. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, against, uh, you know, unknown teams, for some reason, he always shows up against Golden State. But I, I would say Carl Anthony Towns on a max contract on a team that's, like, below average and underperforming. He's part of the reason. Like, he's the reason you got to point to. Uh, he should be the leader. He should be the one, like, dragging these guys up and making them better. And he just doesn't.
0: How old um, is Carl Anthony Towns? Huh? How old is Carl Anthony Towns? 26? To he's 25. Tw- 25? Okay. And to me, why did you ask, asshole? Um, I just assume in my mind he feels younger. Yeah. Than that, like, I always am, like, yeah, he's still a good young player, and then I'm like, well, he's already 25.
2: Yeah, and he's been in the league for six seasons now.
0: And so my my thing with with Towns is that he's paid to be the leader of our team. He's never got us to the playoffs. So you know, he got to the playoffs one time with Jimmy Butler. That was Jimmy
2: Butler. Yeah, yeah. That was that had nothing to do with Cat. And. It's he, it, it did, but like Jimmy was the main reason.
0: I, I had this feeling that that Towns uh, is struggling with mental illness, and I'm not trying to act like um, that's um, something to harp on someone about, or um, that mental illness is something that's fake or shouldn't be taken seriously. And he's obviously had a really traumatic year with losing his mother and other family members. He himself has had COVID. He's dealt with all these injuries, but it just is not exactly ideal to have someone who is struggling to be even present with your organization when you're paying them max money. And so yeah. it's unfortunate. It's kind of like a guy who, you know, Achilles. it just isn't ideal to be paying someone that much money, even if it's something that you can't help one bit. Um, I just think he's, he's not in a good place mentally. Um, he's not exactly a leader. Uh, he just, yeah. I don't know. It's just the whole thing hasn't gone well. And I just keep thinking back to when an, an, an anonymous GM said, when when we get tired of voting for LeBron for MVP, one year we'll give it to Carl Anthony Towns. And that was like the consensus around the league that he was like the next yeah. big thing. And he's just like a pretty good player. Yeah.
1: He's yeah. like
0: he's, he's not fine.
1: he's not top five. He never has been. He's been top fifteen. And he's flirted with that. You know, he's
2: outside of top fifteen right now. Um,
1: well,
2: but you're right, you're right, Jimbo. But the trend was going up. Yes. It, it had been going up, 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 steadily. Like, as soon as he learns to play
1: defense, he's going to be unbelievable, and he doesn't. He still doesn't. He's, I mean, I know that's coaching somewhat, but when you're that supposed to be transcendent of a player, you should really be doing it yourself and figuring out yourself how to contribute. Now, Ryan, I'm kind of bummed that you went with Cat, although I love the take because I have to go with the Timberwolves player. I don't even know anything about anything else. So I'm going to present D'Angelo Russell, let me remind you guys um, this year, Towns will earn a salary of 29.4 million. And D'Angelo this year is making 28, next year 30, the year after 31 3. So D'Angelo isn't even, he's like hardly a top 50 player and he's making the same amount of money. Um, with those two, with that's your max contracts, his team is once again in huge fucking trouble. Dead in the water. Yeah. Yep. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to blow it up. Um, D'Angelo is like one of the most inefficient players. He's actually maddening to watch. I'll be like, I'll be watching the game. Be like, dude, D'Angelo Russell's having a shit game, you know? And then he'll, I'll look and he has 25 points. It's like, but how the hell did he get them? He got them with inefficient shooting. Like, it, it's amazing. He gets his, his numbers, but he doesn't have a bunch of assists. He doesn't have any steals, you know, the, the one, two rebounds, that type of shit. Um, he is not paid off for us at all.
2: And in also, fact, nobody Wiggins
1: is is doing is contributing more over on Golden
2: State. Wiggins nobody, is like pretty good right now. Nobody celebrates the end of the third quarter with more fervor than D'Angelo Russell. Like he he celebrates a third quarter lead. Like they just took the lead with four seconds left in the NBA Finals. I've never seen someone less competitive be more psyched and be like, let's go, when they just took a three-point lead in the fourth quarter against Denver. They can can have a 10-point lead.
1: They can have a 15-point lead. They're going to lose the game in the fourth every single time. I watch these games. I know how it goes.
0: Poor coaching. Um, All right, my pick is going to be Zach Parisi. Okay. um, I don't know if there's ever been a signing in Minnesota sports history that I was more excited about than Parisi and Suter signing. Like, Big day, I was so pumped. They got the two biggest guys on the market. Zach Pricey was one of the best forwards in the NHL. um he was coming home, and I'm not saying that he's not a good player because he has been a good player for his entire time here. Um, nine this is his ninth season here, okay?
2: O- off injured, but yes.
0: um he has never scored thirty goals for the wild ever. One wow. He scored uh, when he was in New Jersey. He had 31, 32, 45, 38, and 31. So he had five seasons with over 30 goals and one of them with 45 goals. He has never had uh, – no, I'm sorry. One year he was over 30. He had 33 goals here. He's never had over 62 points. Kevin Fiala played a season that was 20, cut, 20 games short, and he had 54 last year. And no one thinks Kevin Fiala is one of the best players in the NHL. Sure, He has been paid like an absolute superstar to be a nice player for us. Um, he and Suter have been good. It was fun to have him here, but they've been holding this franchise back. I like Parisi. He's the hometown guy. I love the hometown guys coming home, um, but it just has not paid off. It's probably made it so our window has been closed pretty much the entire time they've been here. So I'm going to go with Zach Parisi. Hate to say it. Um, so there it is. Towns, Russell, and Parisi. You guys make your vote. We'll post it on Instagram vote for who you guys think is the biggest waste of money in Minnesota. Without an
1: explanation, I need one more answer from both of you guys.
0: Um one more person? Yep. Anthony Barr. Probably Bar the Vikings. Yeah.
1: Barr, you guys gonna just consent on this bar thing?
0: He's just hurt a lot. He makes a ton of money. Next year he's gonna make like sixteen million dollars to play linebacker. He doesn't yeah. hit sacks. He's not like a pass rushing linebacker. He's like a okay coverage linebacker who plays with the best coverage linebacker in football. I don't know. Like I don't think. And, th- and not only
2: that, I think I think just this is important to add on is that we had a chance to let him go and use that money for maybe like an o lineman, another receiver. You know, two good ones. Another another piece to make this team better, and then at the eleventh hour, Zimmer was like, "Okay, we'll make we'll make a higher offer to get you away from the. It was the Jets, right? To get you yeah. away from the Jets." Dude, let that guy go to the Jets for 16 million a season. Who cares?
0: And, and get yourself a third round pick in the process because that's what you would get for him. Because he
2: didn't play, the, for, he played like two games and then was hurt for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. So it is. not All right. Good.
2: I said no explanation. No, I'm just kidding. You guys did great.
0: I right. love it. All right.
2: I, I got a little. I got a little heated there. I apologize. Well, that's
0: a great
1: answer too. I wish we could. We could put it up, but we have our top three, so we're set.
0: Have our top three. All right, guys. Um. So uh that's it that's all the time we have we have another big time episode coming up after this we're going to finish up our dark knight rewatch um so be ready for us to finish that up hopefully you guys have been watching it with us um otherwise we've got some news we're going to play a game uh again so it'll be another awesome episode can't wait to have you guys there otherwise thank you guys for listening to your favorite podcast with your three best friends the Podcast.